Hello and welcome to the Simply podcast. I'm Aishraj Velu, Content and Community Manager at Simply, and today we are speaking with Selena Thompson, who is the founder of Forward Transformation, which is a digital adoption consultancy. Today we'll be speaking with Selena on what inspired her to go into internal comms, some exciting projects she's been part of recently, and her tips for those who are looking to communicate change effectively within their organisation. Let's get started then. Hi Selena and welcome to the Simply podcast. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself please? Yes, so I'm Selena Thompson. I'm a digital adoption consultant and founder of my digital adoption and change management consultancy called Forward Transformation. Um, and I've been doing this for around 13 years, working in digital transformation programs and supporting organisations, their customers and their employees to adopt tech. Can you tell us a little bit about Forward Transformation, please? Yes. So Forward Transformation um, was basically born out of frustration <laughs> because, <laughs> as you know, and you'll have seen, trying to uh, get organisations and their people along the journey of change is very difficult and what I noticed was that as much as there was a lot of emphasis on rolling out the technology and, and getting it implemented and going live ultimately organizations are trying to move forward and when they're moving forward that means that they're transforming and they're um, basically getting the benefits of using the tech and being in the digital era so that's where the idea for forward transformation came about really just focusing and specializing on the adoption stage so while all the prep is before <laughs> uh, you go live with your tech, what happens afterwards? How are you monitoring um, usage? How are you helping people to get the best out of it? And also, how are you helping people to keep up with the software and the applications that they now have? Because they're constantly updating and evolving. So you started your career kind of going mm. all the way back as a yeah. fashion editor for Touch magazine. So oh, what inspired you to go into IC? I know. I, so my path is very random. I started off wanting to be a fashion editor, um, you know, watching things like Running in Heels, thinking I was going to be the next Anna Wintour. And I studied at London College of Fashion and I studied journalism. I did do interning on various magazines and publications, which are no longer here now because we've gone digital. But then, uh, unfortunately for me, I couldn't make that break into full time paid a role where I could pay all my bills and my rent living in London so that's where I then um, did like most people said okay let me get a corporate job work in a London underground and see what I can do there just to get rid of these student loans and while I was there that's when I discovered that actually they have roles like internal comms and working on projects and all that kind of thing and that's where I was able to transfer my skills from journalism and being very creative working on fashion magazines to doing things like newsletters as we know now and basically it just went from there so having those transferable skills being good at being able to speak to people which is great for your stakeholder management being able to understand what they need being able to tell stories and being able to visualize and and get people with you and then over the years, I then transitioned into change management, and that then led me into the wonderful world of the tech industry. So, so. why change management specifically? I feel, uh, so what happened was I was doing internal communications, but primarily on programs. So lots of big transformation programs. And at the time, 
it wasn't called change management, but essentially that's what I was doing. So not only was I communicating to stakeholders, but I was also doing other elements as well. Oh, how does that impact you? How does that affect you? Okay, maybe we should include that in the communications or maybe we should uh, factor that in when we're talking to the project team. So there were just things like that. Then it would progress to, I was working with like L&D uh, professionals. So all the training people were like, oh, can you just help us craft something <laughs> to go with our training? And then I think I saw a business readiness role contract. And I was like, that's pretty much describing what I do already. And that was it. I just made the switch into change management. Sounds really interesting. Yeah, I think yeah. the majority of like people, especially like IC practitioners now that, that we chat to, they do kind of, everyone kind of goes into IC in different ways, don't they? Yeah, yeah um, they do. That's how I fell into IC. I was like, well, I can write anyway and interview people. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've never looked back since? No, I haven't. No. It's a great um, skill to have. <laughs> so, as as you mentioned, you do like a lot of work in the change comms area. So do you have any tips for those looking to communicate change effectively? Yes, this is what I'm actually going to be talking about in my roundtable. Um, so what I've noticed is there still hasn't changed from however many years ago when I first started trying to craft your communication about the change and get it to people. And I think especially now with all the different uh, software and collaboration tools that we have how are you getting people to pay attention and there's so much change going on so one of my first tips and this is something that I do is I actually just do a kind of audit how much communications is out there about lots of different changes that are happening so not just the change on your project but just across the organization because that will give you an idea of a how frequently people communicate about change how well they do it or don't do it because you're bound to see different examples and kind of from there you can say okay that's what the tone is that's what the personality is what do what would work best for this change that I'm working on and what my project team or my stakeholders need and then I think the second thing is to really just start off by thinking what's realistic in terms of how much can I actually do a lot of the change comms is done by one person <laughs> So you might be a change comms specialist that's been brought in to communicate all the changes. You might be a change manager or you might just be in an internal comms team where it's like, hey, we really need to communicate. So actually just sitting down and mapping out a what the changes are that are coming up, but also realistically, how often do we want to communicate what's manageable and what's necessary? So in my roundtable next week, some of the discussions that we're going to be talking about is literally that. Does it need to be a long announcement from a CEO? <laughs> Does it need to be a long announcement from your project manager? Can it just be short and snappy sent out via like Viva Engage posts or if you're using Facebook Workplace? And then how often do you do that? And when do you do some of the more bigger pieces which you might wanna do in your town hall? Amazing. And um, so obviously as a consultant, you've, you've probably got your eyes across loads and loads of different exciting projects. Can you talk to us um, about any of the exciting projects that you've been part of recently? Yeah, so I think what we're seeing now is, um, which is great, is I think leaders and organisations really are now starting to think not just about the end goal, so what is it that we're trying to achieve, but actually along the journey, what are we doing? So some of the projects that I've been involved in, still the traditional uh, rolling out things like Workday, ServiceNow, the ERP projects. 
but also more conceptual projects. So I have recently also been involved in a project which is actually looking at the company strategy for the next five years and saying, well, how does the organization need to change? What are they doing? Do we need to start working more agile uh, practices? Do we need to be more customer focused mindset um, and thinking more about the customers, not just the way that we work? And really that's quite um, exciting and encouraging because you do actually need to change the way you're structured as an organization in order to cope with what's coming up in the future and delight customers. So it's still a mixed bag out there. You know, you've still got your traditional tech rollouts, but it's nice to see that there's also some conceptual strategy pieces coming through nowadays and very product led as well. Great, and um, so you've worked with loads of really big companies like TfL you mentioned and Amex, Royal Dutch Shell, et cetera, et cetera. So what are some of the most, um, I guess, pertinent challenges out there as, as someone who communicates change and as a consultant, what are some of the challenges you're seeing? I think the common pattern, so I've worked across different industries, like, thanks for mentioning and, and different brands, but they do tend to have a common theme, which is the complexity. And the complexity being some of the bigger organizations are like five different companies rolled into one. So how do you take that you know, big strategy that the CEO is really excited about and the board might be excited about, and then how does that translate down all the way to where your project sits and in your department and your business unit? And that complexity, together with the fact that now, unfortunately, post-COVID and different dynamics, people are doing five different people's roles. <laughs> people are stretched across lots of different disciplines and skills. So how can you best support people to, to manage the work that they need to do, think about what's coming up ahead of them, and still feel like that sense of belonging to the organization? So when we are communicating change, it's really just been that friend, if you like, and saying, hey, I get it. I get it's long hours. I get you're already stretched. I get you can't take anything else in. <laughs> we change fatigue, but I'm here to help you. And this is going to support you and make your life easier. Great. And um, do you have any exciting projects coming up in the pipeline? Anything you can I talk about? <laughs> Nothing I can talk about. I do get lots of things sent to my desk, but it's kind of where do I want to go next? I think what's quite exciting now is some of the new technologies coming in. So everybody's talking about artificial intelligence. <laughs> you can't move away from it. Um, so that's still on the table. And where is that going in terms of content generation? What do we do with more data and insights? But then also, how do we make things more personal with personalization? So I think it's quite interesting with things like augmented reality, virtual reality, uh, machine learning as well. Like, where does that take us as internal communicators? Because we, we're hearing about it, our stakeholders are telling us about it, but how can we get the best out of it as well in the future? So that's what I'm excited about. Yeah, definitely. I think that's such a big, um, yeah, big topic that has come up recently with obviously all the generative AI stuff like chat GPT and, and all yeah. of that. So yeah, really, really interesting. And um, you're going to be leading a roundtable at our Simply Amsterdam event next week on how to drive digital engagement for change. Are you excited about the event? I am really excited. I'm excited that Simply is coming to Amsterdam because I've been out <laughs> here in the Netherlands for about four and a half years. And so I used to go to the ones in London. And it, yeah, it's really exciting time. And I think it's exciting to have an event like this where internal communicators across Europe can get together. So, yeah. 
great well that was all of my um that was all of my questions but thank you ever so much for your time today thank you ash